Welcome to Brutal. the MMA podcast. How's everyone doing this morning? Pretty good. Great. Hypoglycemic. Hypoglycemic. Let's go. That's huge. <laughs> that's that's huge. That's big. Huge. That's big. All right. So uh, let's let's hop into these. Uh, let's first go over by saying um, we got the records on the board of our predict picks, and uh, I'm in last place, but I have the best record. You may and ask, I'm in first place with the best record. How does that make any sense? It fucking doesn't. So. The way Verdict works is you put XP on people, and the thing that matters usually most is when the person wins, how they win. That's the biggest XP modifier. So they all pick the better finishes. I just pick the people correctly. So we got Charles in first, Caitlin in second, third is Daniel. I don't want to hear your bullshit. And uh, fourth is me. So I'm I'm coming for blood next event. I'm going to blast you guys out of the water. I'll tell you that much. I don't know about that one, Chief. We'll see. Get your fucking toes out of the fucking shop. Whose toes are those? I will jump across this table and make you love me. Is that a... Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Promise. On to the prelims. Please. Please. So, Themba Garimbo versus Takashi Soto. Sato. Sato. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get on to the prelims. And we've got Themba Garimbo versus Takashi Sato. I just wanted to go over this really quick because uh, Colby Covington has been uh, supplying Themba Garimbo with food because he's been financially struggling. Everyone seems to hate on uh, Colby Covington a lot, oh, and his character kind of comes off as a bit of an asshole. But it's really cool to see him uh, supporting the younger uh, generation of fighters on their way up the, up the sport. So I'm really happy to see that. Uh, That's cool. Props to Colby Covington. When you said food, that was that was a metaphor. That was a metaphor? Was it a metaphor? No. Oh, he's like actually giving him food. Yeah, he's giving mm-hmm. him food. Oh, that's that's sick. Yeah, no, he, he he's struggling financially, so he need <laughs> he need help with food. So he gave him like food and like uh, helped him financially. So oh, I remember that Sweet. guy. I remember the fight. That was a good Cole fight. Covington? No. Thumber. Oh, Thumber. Yeah, remember. that was a Thumber good fight. had a really good fight with Takashi Sato. Um, it wasn't super entertaining, but he did really good for his debut. So um, I mean, I think Garimbo knocked Sato oh, down fight, two or three times. What's that? Uh, Garimbo knocked down Sato two or three times. I think it was only once. I have to it was the right hand. Fight. I'm almost positive that he was dropped more than once in between like two or three. There times. might have been a slip. Maybe. I think I remember something like that, but I know there was one knockdown with an overhand right. So Garimbo, really good showing in his first fight. Good way to start off the prelims uh, and set the tone. Uh, Natalia Silva, though, really stole the short show in the prelims. So um, Natalia solid. Silva had that first round uh, TKO. Uh, Amazing combos, I gotta say. Really fast hands. Reminds me of a, a younger Jessica Andrade, and uh, she put the fire out there, and she really made Leonardo crumble under the pressure. DiCaprio, oh, Lordy. the turtle. From, stole my joke. Was it TMNT? You stole my dad joke. The turtle. What are you talking about? The famous artist, Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> Yes. Dovink? We have this on <laughs> I'm losing my mind. This is going to be all over the place. So, Let's move on to Chase Hooper. Uh, the teenage dream. No longer a teenager. Going into that adult body. We've got uh, Chase Hooper with the three-round decision. I mean, he did what he really needed to do, which was uh, throw his volume out there. He needs to work on the strike defense, and uh, his wrestling definitely needs improvement. But uh, his scrambles and grappling was really good, and... Uh, he actually set the third place record for um, most strikes landed in a lightweight uh, fight. It was actually second for three round fights, but um, third for overall. Oh, was it one twenty one years? 
What's that? What was it? One twenty-one strikes. Uh, two hundred and twelve strikes landed. You got the one and off. two and one in there somewhere. <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> um, but I was really happy to see Chase Hooper kind of grow into his frame. He looks like he's really found a new home at lightweight, and uh, I'm really happy to see him improve. It's and, good to see his prospects. I really. think in the the, the post uh, fight interview, he mentioned that he feels good too. In yeah. This, this no, he's cutting right? a lot less weight. Yeah. He's cutting a lot less weight. Good so. for him. Back from some te- technical difficulties, uh, we have uh, Slava Claus, a.k.a. the name I can't pronounce. I'm not trying it. Do you guys want to try it? Vyshlav Borshchev. It's probably pretty good, honestly. Uh, Michael Bisping did a really well, well, well good. I can't speak today. <laughs> he did a really well good. <laughs> he had a really good job uh, pronouncing his name. And uh, Michael Bisping does his research, so it was really good to see him pronouncing the names correctly, unlike some of these commentators. But uh, he uh, put the... The fire on on Miyashate. I mean, uh, Miyashate is, I think, only 23, so he's really young in the sport. He still has a lot of room to improve. Uh, he ate a lot of really big shots. Uh, after the third time he got dropped, referee stopped it, and it was like a proper stoppage. So it was a really good affair to watch overall. Uh, did you guys have yeah. any opinions on that fight? Did you like the Russian dancing at the end? That was that great. Was, that yeah. was great. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, no, he was doing very well the whole time, dominating, and then... Yeah, that Russian dancing really steals. Was this the, the fight with an eye poke? I think it was an yeah. eye poke. And yeah, his eye yeah. His eyes are. I, I, that was high. Yeah, I thought the uh, not the poke, not the, not the poke, not the poke. What? Sorry, I I cut Charles off. I don't give a shit. Um, Does anyone fucking care about Charles? Borshev was a unit that fight. Yeah, not only was a unit, but he also was was striking like a unit. Yeah, um, that that was awesome to see. I I really liked. You know, I I like seeing when a fighter just doesn't bitch and complain about something yeah and and just keeps going for it he, he got hit with a nut shot as well so yeah. he got hit with a nut yeah. shot mm-hmm. and he got eye poked and his eyes bleeding but he only took like about a minute for the eye poke and maybe five seconds for the nut yeah. shot yeah. and, and he I just on. he just steamrolled right over um right over him right yeah. i thought he was gonna i thought the ref was gonna stop it or the you know the doctor stoppage because of that eye poke because mm-hmm. it seemed like it went on for a while and um, they were like looking at it over and over again, and he was barely open his eyes. But you could tell he like he wanted to get back in there. He didn't really care about his eye. And then he got back in there and he won. And I was like, okay, that's a much much better finisher. So I was happy about that. Yeah, uh, Borchev showed some heart, and I'm really glad with the finish. Uh, can't wait to see what he puts out there next. Uh, let's move on to Diego Ferreira and Michael Johnson. Uh, the menace uh, was really putting the pressure on in the first and second. I was really happy to see him. Um, Landing his combos, slipping the punches, but uh, got uh, caught on the way out with those strikes. Got flattened like a board, and uh, just really uh, disappointed me. Can't like, can't lie. I, I love Michael gotta, like, Johnson. I think he's one of those guys who beats almost any guy you put him in front of because he's got the fastest hands and lightweight I've ever seen. But uh, just got caught on the way out. Unfortunate. Don't know where he goes from here. Looks like he got hit with a taser, you know? It was like, it was just like yeah. he, he, he gets hit and he goes like, uh, and he locks up like a board, hits the ground, and he was like that in that position for at least 30 seconds. And yeah. surely there's, were, there's some all over him and he was still like that. photographs of, of how Ferreira was holding him afterwards. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. looked like, like, he a, cradled him. Yeah, that was, that for, was a For a second, he right went there. to go and check on him, cradled his head. It was, yeah. Great. There was something out of a romantic. It was romantic. Straight up. Straight up. He was feeling romantical. Romantical. All right. Let's move on to uh, Numansa, Joaquin Buckley versus Andre Fialo. Uh, The first Portuguese fighter ever versus Joaquin Buckley. 
Ever? Um, I expected Joaquin Buckley to dominate, and he sort of did. Uh, his striking was really crisp, really clean. The first round was a little bit up in the air because uh, on the way in, Joaquin Buckley kept getting caught with those straight rights. But um, he figured out to get past it and uh, landed a really good high kick in the second round to finish him off. And uh, in the new weight class, he looks strong. His cardio is good and still powerful. So I'm really happy to see welter- his welterweight debut go well. And I uh, can't wait to see what he does from here. And I never saw such a, like a, a counter-centric fighter. Uh, at least in the short time that I've been watching. So that was kind of cool to see. Um, I don't know what that does for, for scoring. I would think that that's not... When you're talking about counter-centric, did you mean Fialo or did you mean... Fialo, Fialo, Fialo. Okay, not, okay. not Buckley. No. Yeah, Buckley, Buckley, is, Buckley is zipping around all the time trying yeah. to make something happen. Very, very headstrong. Um, the, the, the referees look at like what's landed, what's not landed, control time, etc. And uh, Fialo, it, they, they do like uh, counter-striking. Fighters. Okay. So um, when something doesn't land, is that a negative or is that just a definitely a negative? A neutral. So if you're making a guy miss, that's what Bobby Green seems to do a lot. Uh, shout out Bobby Green. Uh, if, if you're using your head movement and the guy's just throwing punches and they're just hitting air, Damn. the referees are looking at that. They're like, oh wow, he can't land a punch. Okay, Joaquin gosh. Buckley was hitting a lot of air tonight, uh, but he landed when it mattered. So really glad to see him sure, get the sure. knockout finish there. Yeah, no, it was it was a generally just solid fight. Um, yeah, as you mentioned, Fiello was very technical the whole time. And it was, honestly, it was kind of scary. Like, I, I thought he was going to, I'm not going to lie, I thought Buckley was like, um, I thought it was close. It was very, very close, uh, especially for that whole first round, second round as well. Uh, but yeah, then all of a sudden, uh, Buckley just caught him out. And yeah, it looked like Fiello just was, like, he was ready. He was so primed and ready. Yeah. To get that one counter that he needed to just he was landing that, that 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 right hand really well. Um, yeah. But yeah. the thing is, I think Numesa just uh, kept it fresh. That was a good thing. He didn't mm. stay predictable. He was some points where he didn't move his head on the center line. I was worried that uh, right hand was going to shoot through and he's going to get caught. I've seen him get caught by the exact same punch by Kevin Holland. But I think uh, at welterweight his chin looks a little bit better too. So uh, he looked athletic. His wrestling was good too. He he needs to work on control, but he's very athletic double legs. So. Uh, really happy to see the new Mansa do well in that new weight class. And he had a hilarious post-fight interview. Wow. Um, I don't like that he called out Logan Paul. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> but it was definitely something. I do I want to understand it, why. He wants money. Why. Yeah, I know they want money. but it's a, he, he's asking, he was asking for a sponsorship. He wasn't asking for a fight. But oh, he was calling okay. him out for a sponsorship, which was really weird to me. But That is a little weird. I mean, these, these, these fighters out here struggling. Dana White, pay your fighters better. All right, let's move on to Edmund Shabazian versus Fluffy Anthony Hernandez. Uh, Anthony Hernandez did so much better than I thought he would when it comes to striking. He did really good on the feet after the second, the, the first round. He put the pressure on, was landing amazing striking. Edmund gassed out in the very first round, uh, and it was all Fluffy from there. Um, I think we all had submission or decision for Fluffy. Yeah. We did, yeah. But... Um, he poured the striking on and uh, got him out of there in the third round. It was a really good uh, fight for him. I mean, he's on a four-fight winning streak in uh, mid- middleweight now, and I think he deserves a higher-ranked opponent because I don't think Edmund is ranked anymore. So I don't think he's in the rankings yet, but he definitely deserves someone in the top 15, especially yep. after a main event or a co-main event win like that. Hernandez, that fight was dominating. Yeah. It was terrifying for Edmund. I mean, he was just on the floor the whole time, taking all the all the heat from Hernandez. I I, I don't see why not um, put him up higher. 
get him some better fights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we got uh you guys can talk about this fight. Oh uh, yes, the Dern versus Hill fight. Solid fight. Very happy. I'm um, just gonna take a break. <laughs> it was it was uh they you know, the the fights before they were like okay on my verdict and you know, I w- I wasn't doing too fu- too swell, but lucky for me I put all like almost all of my <laughs> XP onto uh an unknown nickname Dern and uh but for decision, got right up to first, as you can see. That's... I get right up in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not gonna. We're, I don't think we're gonna like legally allowed to. You know, we're not gonna allow Gabe to. Uh, you're no evil. Really? Yeah, yeah. You're no. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it was a it was a solid fight all around. Dern was absolutely throwing her around the whole time. Had complete control over the situation basically the entire time. Um, all three rounds. I was actually very, very surprised there was no finisher um, because... Well, no, she was beating her head in. Yeah, she was beating think her ground, head in. She I was think submit, three and like, four, she was just like actually hitting her with hammer fists on the ground. But I think two out of five of those rounds were 10-8s for us, at least scoring yeah. um, on our verdict, where Hill just got manhandled. And it was just like, like um, she tried to put her in a bunch of different submissions the whole time. Um, you know, she was trying to put her in um, arm bars and, and guillotines and, and everything. And it was just like the whole time um, I'm baffled. None of them actually were cinched because it was just, yeah, it was the whole time. Just fight, you know, fight, 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 wrestling, beating the shit out of Hill. I mean, Hill did a decent job at like stopping those submission attempts. She muscled yeah. her way out of a lot of them. But she couldn't do anything in the scramble. She was always on the Absolutely, bottom. Absolutely, yeah. No, yeah, she was doing well for herself, but fuck. Holy shit. <laughs> Her control in those last few rounds were really impressive, I tell you what. All right, yeah. let's move on to the next card, which is, I think, UFC... I think it's another fight night. Yeah, but I think it's in Vegas. So it's UFC Vegas uh, 74, probably. Um, but... Starting off the main card, we got a fight that doesn't matter. Uh, two bums, Maxim Gershon and Felipe Linz. They're probably just going to try and knock each other out really sloppily, get gas in the first round, and then do nothing for three rounds. Grishin I watched both these guys fight. fight. They're not entertaining. They don't bring anything to the sport. Sorry, guys. Gershon's been in here that long. and then uh, they, they, they not, not, not doing anything? Uh, neither of these guys are really doing much. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Um, Demond Blackshear. I love Demond Blackshear. He's really got his last fight out. He had a um, a tie actually, which is not too common. But yeah, uh, yeah. he really puts the pressure on. Great wrestling, Jack to the gills. Um, overall, just a very good grappler. He's got decent striking. Um, I'm hoping he comes out and impresses with the grappling a little bit more. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, hopefully, Demond ends up being Demand and. I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to. I had to. But uh, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Anyways, on to the next one. <laughs> next Santos. fight on the prelims. Uh, we're skipping the chick fight. I don't know really too much about either of those girls. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully they have a great outing. But um, they need to kind of like prove themselves a little more before they're two big of names. Uh, we got Daniel Santos and we got Johnny Munoz. I've seen both these guys fight. Munoz is pretty solid. But Daniel Santos is a beast. Student of Charles Oliveira. I was gonna say that's I've made the, an that's edit on this man. Yeah. I, I love this guy. He's the definition of uh, just like heart. He goes into the firefight. He'll eat some punches, get knocked down. Uh, he, he'll 
you can throw everything at him, but he'll eat it and you'll send it back 10 times harder. Uh, his last fight was with a guy who's two fights above him on the prelims, which I think is really disrespectful. Uh, he knocked this guy out, John, uh, John Castaneda. And uh, if, if you scroll up on that card, uh, Daniel Santos is two spots under John Castaneda for this next fight. So don't yeah. know what's up with that. Uh, was this rescheduled from another fight night? I this feel was, like he was supposed to fight earlier in the month. Or he was. Like so he, he had a, um injury. I'm not exactly sure what the injury was. They never disclosed it. But Daniel Santos did have an injury. So that could be the reason for why he's under John Castaneda. Mm -hmm. But I still don't see why. Um, but I'm really excited for that fight. I think Daniel Santos really puts it on Johnny Munoz and probably knocks him out in the first or second. Uh, you, you can't, you can't kill that kid. That kid's going to kill you. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited to see that one. That should be pretty interesting, especially with, um, all the stuff you've talked about Santos and stuff. I don't think I've seen him fight. Have I? That it? I have. I yeah. think we, I think we all watched the last fight. Yeah, was it, how recent was it? One. Huh? How recent? We didn't watch that one live. Oh, that was okay, one I like showed you guys separately. Oh, okay, that's why. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. I've never seen him fight uh, live. You'll enjoy him. Um, we got, but sadly, this isn't this weekend. This is uh in two weekends. So this will be. So in is there nothing next week? There's nothing next week. Okay. There'll probably be some like boxing or some other MMA events. That Hopefully, I've, a YouTuber boxing event somewhere oh, in there that I can talk about. <laughs> You can go talk about it in a corner by yourself. Um, Andre Arlovsky and Dante Miles. Andre Arlovsky's been in the sport for years. He's been fighting professionally since before I was born. And uh, I think this is his 38th, 37th UFC fight. Yeah, um, that is that is a huge record, 34 yeah. and 21. He's a former UFC champion. That's crazy. He's been fighting in uh, light heavyweight and heavyweight for a really long time. And uh, I think he puts the pressure on Dante Miles. Dante Miles isn't too exp experienced of an opponent. I think Andre Lovsky uses his experience and uh, probably just wrestles him down, gets a decision, victory. Nothing too interesting there. Um, no, I don't see no contest often, but both of these fighters have no contest um, results. What was that from? Do you know? Uh, Andre's been around forever. It could be really for anything. Yeah. Uh, no contest is like a very wide range of things. It could be an illegal knee. It could be a failed drug test. It could be. It could be so many things. Mm. Um, I'm not really too familiar with either of their no contests, but they both have one, uh, or one has one. The other one has two. Not really sure what those are for, but uh -huh. um, no, no contest is like a very, very wide range of things. Okay, okay. Uh, next we got John Castaneda, as I mentioned before, and Matush Medanka. Uh, Madonka, I've seen fight before. Not very impressive. Uh, he came into the UFC with an undefeated record, lost his debut, and uh, I think he fought a very experienced opponent for his debut, though. So I understand why he did lose. But um, I think John Castaneda causes too many problems for him and uh, puts him out on his feet, maybe in the first or second. Kind of the same thing as Daniel Santos. That man has blue hair. Very bright blue hair. That is crazy. I think he changes it pretty often, so I don't know what it'll be for this fight. But um, man, just a rainbow. He man just might be a rainbow. Uh, we got Uba. Oh wow, this is I have fun with that. I, try and pronounce it. Try no, and pronounce I know it. how to pronounce it. Abubakar Nurmagomedov. I know how to pronounce the oh. name. Oh. I'm just excited because I didn't know he was fighting on this card. Um, Abubakar Nurmagomedov and Alizu Zaleski Dos Santos. Um, Dos Santos was in a fight with a man named. Um, I'll just call him by his nickname because I, I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but it's God of War. And uh, the God of War is a really good fighter, 
but he was out on his feet for uh, he was I think they were in Dubai and this referee was new he was not defending himself whatsoever and Santos must have landed 40 to 50 strikes unanswered and the guy was unconscious on his feet my god and the referee never stopped to fight so end up going to decision this guy's a slaughterer he doesn't care what's going on in front of him. He won't. He won't walk away. Surely, if he kept bashing on him after he went unconscious, yeah, I, I felt bad for uh, God of War. I, the name is escaping me, but that guy is really great fight. He's been undefeated since that one fight where he got destroyed on his feet. But uh, it, was, it was really good. But Abubakar is a cousin of Khabib Nurmagomedov, and I don't see how you beat him. Honestly, his wrestling is supreme. He has pretty decent striking. Um, he's not undefeated like most of the Nurmagomedov brothers, but um, they're from Dagestan. I think the Dagestani handcuffs goes a long way, and I think the wrestling uh, overpowers Santos. So it'll be a really interesting fight, but I don't see it going any other way. Do you think uh, Dos Santos is looking for a window, a small window to just start flurrying on? on I think uh, his only opportunity is to land a striking affair and make it a striking affair and land from the outside really hard power strikes. Um, I haven't seen Abubakar fight too often. He's not the most active fighter. I see him coaching a lot more than I do see him fighting. But mm. it'll be a really interesting matchup. Um, let's move on to Jamie Malarkey and Gurum Kutaladze. Um, a big, I, I have high hopes, and I very much do like Jamie Malarkey, but uh, he, he picked off more than he can chew here. Gurum Kutaladze is... a just he looks like if, if you want to pull up a picture of him, he looks like a Nordic Viking from like the. I mean, you could just see it in the in the little thing right there. That doesn't do it justice. This man is built like crazy. I mean, look at this dude. This dude is jacked to the gills, and he wrestles like a maniac. The only losses he has in his career are two split decisions, I believe, and they were close, close fights. And these were with top talents. These are with guys who are in the top fifteen now. So um, I'm a big fan of a guy like Jamie Malarkey. He has great striking. He actually beat Michael Johnson, the menace, in a split mm -hmm. decision fight. I thought Michael Johnson won that fight, but Jamie Malarkey really did show heart. And the fact that he could even squeak out of a split decision shows a lot. I think Gurum Kutalaje <laughs> gets it done. So, yeah. All right. Let's go, let's go Vikings. Let's go Vikings. All right. So we got Tim Elliott and uh, Victor Altamirano. Um, this isn't a close fight. I'm actually a little surprised they made this fight in general. Uh, Tim Elliott, he has a little bit of a reputation for being dirty, um, but he's very durable fighter. And uh, Victor Altamirano is an unproven prospect. I wonder if they made this one short notice, but uh, Tim Elliott has a lot more than Victor can really put out there. Um, I see Tim. Tim Elliott's only ranked one here. His Victor's like second or third fight in the UFC, I believe. Haven't seen him do a whole lot in flyweight. He doesn't have power. Doesn't have great wrestling. Tim Elliott has both of those. I wouldn't say his power, but he does say definitely has great wrestling and grappling. Is there somebody so, you would have preferred to see Tim Elliott fight on this card? Um, no one in particular, but someone ranked. Someone better. Someone better. That's someone better than Victor. Uh, Victor's still young, but he started MMA when he was like 24 or something. So he started very late. He doesn't really have the skill that Tim Elliott has. I I think it's a wash for Tim Elliott. Get um, shit on Victor. Next, we got Jim Miller and the unfortunate Jared Gordon. Uh, Jared Gordon, great fighter, but I swear, uh, last fight out, he got knocked out um, by a clash of heads. Ooh. 
and uh, yeah, I got finished by Bobby Green in a Clash of Heads affair. And the fight before that, he lost a, a, a decision, I think split or unanimous, in a fight he definitely beat Patty Pimblett in. So, uh, Jim Miller. Oh wait, so is, that was this guy? Yeah, that, that's that was the this one guy. That was mad about. Yeah, Jim Jim Miller is a, a definite savage. I think he has the most wins in UFC history, actually. Uh, yeah, I believe he has the most win. No, the most fights and most wins. Something up there. Um, Jim Miller, great fighter. Um, I think he beats Jared Gordon. Uh, Jim Miller is forty or thirty nine or forty, and I think he just has a lot more for Jared Gordon than he can chew on. You know, so yeah, that's a really entertaining fight. I think Jim Miller knocks him out. To be honest, maybe second or third round. Old man power for the win. Old man, Old man power, OP. <laughs> We got uh, Daniel Pineda and Alex Casares. Um, not a big fan of Daniel Pineda, Pineda but Alex Casares always puts on the fire. I think Alex Casares has two straight wins. Um, he's got the fro of a lifetime. I'm, I'm seeing that on the, yeah. the profile picture there. It's a Mikey Jackson type. That shit. is a Mikey Jackson fro right there. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Pineda is uh, kind of just like a staple in the division. He's not really chaining a lot of wins together or a lot of losses either. He just He's kind of just there to be there. Uh, he's generally a very overround, all-around good game, but I don't think he does a lot against Alex Casares. I think Casares gets to the ground, maybe a submission in the third round or something like that, but nothing too interesting on, on that one. But uh, Kaikara France and Amir Albazi. Uh, Kaikara France watches this dude. Um, I, I think Amir Albazi has a lot of uh, potential, and I think he's really good, but Kaikara France has insane striking uh, power and potential. For the flyweight division, I think he beats anyone except for uh, uh, the current uh, champion and Brandon Moreno. So uh, I, I think Kai did fight someone else that he lost to so, somewhat recently, but I know he did starch Cody Garbrandt, which I'm not really happy about. But <laughs> overall, average card. I, um, I'm I think we're all waiting for the next pay per view. Yeah, I'm, I'm realizing I don't know any of these people. At all, yeah. they're not big names. Yeah. Um, Jim Miller, I think, is the biggest name on this card, and that's saying a lot. That's yeah. now, so. now, what what fight are you most excited for on this one? Even if it's not probably Jim Miller versus Jared Gordon. All right. All right. Um, Jared Gordon's coming off of uh, a no contest. That's what his no contest is from Clash of Heads. Um, he's fun to watch, but I don't think I like his story more than his fighting. Yeah. Uh, J- Jim Miller is a former addict. Not Jim Miller. Um, Jared Gordon is a former addict, and uh, he's a really good story. But um, let's go, Jared. Jim Miller is an old man savage, so I think he gets it done there. Man looks like he has a farm and cuts wooden logs for. He acts <laughs> for like free it too, time. and he's built like it too. He's he's pretty jacked. But um, anything else you guys want to go over? No particular. No, no particular. Just, uh, but I, I do have a question. I'd like to hear your question. So, we mentioned things like like striking, grappling, like um, wrestling. Would you say there's a sort of like rock paper scissors kind of deal going on there of like oh does striking usually counter grapple people that grapple more like what's what's like the triangle there? It's very person by person, but um, wrestling beats most forms of striking. Um, I think we saw it with Jelton Almeida. Yeah. We saw a pure kickboxer versus a pure grappler, and we know how that ended. Um, as a striker, you need to have an anti-wrestling base. So uh, a good example of that is Israel Adesanya. 
Um, I think the only time he's ever utilized his wrestling in a fight is for um, Alex Pereira, who is a pure kickboxer. And uh, even then, it didn't really do great for him, um, at least in the first bout. Second bout, a little bit different. But um, as a uh, striker, you just need to be able to not get taken down. That's basically your only goal when you're fighting a grappler. Because if, you're, if your striking is good enough, you'll be able to rely on, rely on your striking. But if they can get you to the ground, what's the point of having all that striking? Right. right. So um, I think uh, grappling always beats striking if you don't have any grappling prowess at all. That's why a lot of people say uh, boxers aren't successful when coming into MMA. And usually it's pretty accurate. So you need to have a good wrestling base to do anything in this, this sport. Okay. So then would you say there isn't necessarily a, a, a particular style of fighting that counters grappling other than being ready for anti-takedown it depends on the 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 grappling like the martial art itself uh brazilian jiu-jitsu is really good for submissions Mm -hmm. uh wrestling generally like a greco-roman um collegiate whatever uh that's just really good for having control and getting on top of someone and then there's stuff like sambo where it's like a mix of the two sambo is a very dominant art that's what most of the habib nermegamadov um Islam Makhachev, all these um, Dagestani fighters, they all do Sambo, which is a very wrestle-heavy, but you can also uh, strike in that sport. You can also grapple in that sport, but it's all ground-dominant. So it's a uh, – Sambo is a really good overall sport to know. Um, so is jiu-jitsu. So is wrestling. But um, if you just have boxing or kickboxing or Muay Thai – those are great and all, but you got to have the full base. You, that's, yeah, that's you're why it's called mixed if you try martial arts. Do like one thing. I've never, I've never seen a, a. Well, I don't see it often. At least I don't see fighters who are like focused in one thing besides grappling do very well. So if you get like a box, you know, like a kickboxer, it's like yeah, they can do okay if they're versus another kickboxer. I, I, I think but, the the perfect example yeah. was that Jorinda Rosenstrike versus a Jelton Almada fight. I mm-hmm. think everyone here saw yeah. that kind of coming so yeah um no, that makes sense we good to sign off i think so yeah i think so so we'll uh see you guys in what two weeks yeah, right we'll, any any, any have to wait a while fun random stories though fun random stories yeah. um i want to hear about your disgusting lives i don't have a life same me neither same. but i won last week so so through verdict, we basically got Charles pulling ahead at first, which is really starting to get on my nerves. But always a zinger. I'm just gonna dump all of my XP onto an underdog, and then you'll see what happens. Hey, all I need, all I need, I, I said it last week. I said I needed two wins in a row to win to get into first place on our, our one that we had for a good while. Um, well, that was my first one. I am now, I think, how many like. Five points behind you, maybe. That's not uh, right. Don't and, care. Are you still behind me? When when you get ahead of me, you can talk. I, all I do when I win next week, even though I know nothing about any of these fighters, when I win, it's not next week. It's in two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. You should put. So money you gotta wait it. two weeks then. You got a great spirit. Then. I'll put money on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you should put, put money. money? You want to put money on it? You seem so confident. Yeah, there's, there's a lot okay, of confidence. Sure, sure. <laughs> what do you want to put on? Yeah. Put on? <laughs> hmm. Two chicken nuggets. I'll put four brain cells on it. That's a lot. No, no, no. I, That's like actually, most of actually, his reserve. What are you putting on it? I'll put 20 bucks. Fuck okay, it, yeah. 20 bucks? Tw- yeah, 20, 20 bucks. bucks? By the end of the season? Right. Season ends uh, officially in July. There's like an actual season end for Verdict. 
Oh, so when really? the season ends, because oh, I thought tell we were just you. talking about next week, but sure. no, 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 it'll it'll tell you like <laughs> yeah, one of us has to get first by the end of the season <laughs> what the what the, what the the winner is. So if I if I'm I'm ahead of you by the end of the season, I get twenty bucks. If you're ahead of me by the end of the season, you get twenty bucks. Does that mean Fuck you win? What happens 40 if bucks? I get first place? I don't care. We get forty bucks. Didn't ask. We get forty bucks. Didn't, no, I'm just kidding. I'm Your opinion doesn't matter. You're a woman. I'm fully kidding. We're we're clipping that one. Oh God. Yeah. Um. If if you want to jump in, we could do the twenty buck thing forever, but I don't think we should all give each other twenty bucks because we're poor. I'm not going True. in on this. I'm exactly. dumb as hell exactly. when it comes to UFC. I just fights. would think it would be very funny since I'm pretty much tied with Charles for our second for second. Um, if I win and you guys just both don't get your twenty bucks, you have to give it to me, even though I'm not in your bet. I'll think, I think about it. Funny. I'll think yeah, about we'll, it. I think it'd be funny as hell. We'll consider it. I'll <laughs> consider your proposition. Yes, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Yeah. Bloody hell. Right. Well, alrighty. See you guys in the next one. Appreciate it.